Hey, what's up guys? Tim here. Just a quick intro before we start the show. This show was recorded during a simpler time back in March. Before we went up to Toronto to do some shows, so we talked about that a bit. Scott was longing for his recent crush, an American girl, which spoiler alert, did not pan out. And we we ended up promoting a show that did not happen that we were going to put on. And hopefully we'll put one on this summer that our 10 listeners can come to and really fill up the bar. Uh, we ended up talking about houses with two front doors, bidets. We have some hot takes on bidets. How much fun it is to explain sports to people who don't know sports. I run into a woman in the elevator and hilarity ensues. And then also halfway through, things kind of got off the rail and it just ended up with me complaining and then Scott saying I was only a bit better than him at stand-up comedy. I think I might come off a bit like a psycho killer, or passionate, depending on who you ask. But Scott just knows how to push my buttons. We mentioned doing shows in Toronto the next day, which went great for me, horrible for Scott. So take that, Scott, for your bit better comments. Absolutely crushed, destroyed, high fives all around. Scott ended up sweating a lot on stage. That's how that ends, to a room filled with zero laughter. So bit better, huh? Vindication. All right, let's start the show. All right, we're going to start. Here it comes. Ready? Yeah. You yeah. good? Yeah. Okay, today's podcast is brought to you by the greatest comedy show ever. What did, what did we call it? The greatest comedy show of all time. On earth. I think it's the, great, the greatest comedy show on earth happening at Villains Bistro Bar in Windsor, April 2nd. That's a Thursday. Yep. Uh, the cover is nothing, but that's not because the quality is low. It's because you can pay whatever you want. And, yeah. And, uh, to pay, pay to pay what you can, so then there's somebody pressuring you kind of to give us like a loony or toony or something. Yeah, but give $100 or something. I mean, if you can, it's pay but what you we'll, can. We'll be there. We're putting it on. Tim and Scott putting it on. We'll be taking the stage individually. Maybe duo as well. Yeah, we can take pictures with you. We'll take pictures with anybody who asks. We'll sign anything. <laughs> Why is that funny? I uh, know I will sign. I'll sign anything. There you go. Anything you got. Just you bring, bring a contract. I'll sign it. Just bring a I pen. I agreed. You supply the pen though, and and the document. There you go. All right, let's get the show started, Scott. All right. I, I didn't even cue up a song, so this is. Yeah, you know that. Probably should have done that. We could advertise as my birthday show because it's a couple days away from Why? that. We should definitely advertise that. Maybe that will get some some more people. We'll get a t- yep, thousand so. people coming. We have to turn people away for this one. Oh yeah. Standing room only. Standing room only. Mainly because the bar has limited chairs. They have yep. like ten chairs. It's usually just standing room only. But we're expecting to fill up the ten chairs. Those chairs will be full. It would be embarrassing if we didn't hit all ten chairs. So Hey man, fingers crossed. Yep. Fingers crossed. It it do ap- so much. Thursday, April second, big day. American woman gonna mess your mind American woman she gonna mess your mind All right This is free Netflix online with your host Tim and Scott American woman Welcome to the show. Big show. Yeah. Huge. Show. 
You go through all of it too. It's a lot of spelling. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would spell out the entire. You think they would have been like, maybe we shouldn't spell that huge word. Yeah. Just you, get to you turn down for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. You know how he's just, uh, man, he's just feeling the music. He wrote the music, but yeah, how he goes. Yeah. It's like. He's telling you it's music at that point. Right, because he's like, dance to it. Look at me. (laughs) Yeah. And then it kicks in. We should have really come into this. It's like aggressive. Yeah. And it's just about some American woman. Both come knocking around his door. Yeah. Anyway, Scott, I'm playing this because you had a love interest, uh, an American woman. Oh, you were. Yeah, so any... uh, no update. No, uh, I have no, no update. In Nothing. terms of update, it's negative because there's no update. So you told her not to come knocking around your door. You don't want to see her shadow no more? I told her that in a, a little different words. <laughs> I told her in the Lenny Kravitz version. Oh, right. Yeah, a lot cooler. Yeah, so I, was, I had a leather jacket. And a scarf. And yeah, so it was a little different. So nothing there. Nothing. Wow, I wish we didn't open the show with that. That I wish we would have discussed beforehand that. I wish, you know. It would have been. Man, I I think it's over between me and that American woman. Now, why do you think it is, Scott? Why? why, How come it seems like lately all the women that you seem to like reject you? (laughs) Like, why? What would you say it is? I don't know. Like, you gave Curtis some advice uh, back when we did the uh, Curtis's Heartbroken. You know what I realized? I need advice. Yeah. I think you need to dress better. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, save some money up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe we should ask them. Can we get them on for an interview? We could. That'd be nice. That'd be fun. That would be nice. American woman, if you're out there, message in at free Netflix online show at gmail.com. That's free Netflix online show at gmail.com. Or just send us um, the email in the email. Just tell us what Scott could approve upon to lock you down. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that way we actually. don't have to have her in. It's not weird. Love to have some advice of yeah. what I could approve upon. Yeah, I wonder Tons. what it is. Conversation, maybe? Conversation. Today I smelled pretty bad. Why until don't I showered. This. this is... This then is, I showered. This is embarrassing. Don't even... Why are you talking about this? Well, people don't want to hear about that, Scott. They want to hear your sex stories. They don't want to hear your shower stories. Well, sometimes they intersect. Do they? <laughs> I'm drawing a Venn diagram right now, and it looks like a boob, so you better turn me away from this. <laughs> yeah, thing. the shower and the sex intersect in the middle of the Venn diagram. Intersect, and that's where I slip and fall. Here's, here's the thing, though. I don't believe they've ever intersected for you because you live with your parents, which would mean that you would need to <laughs> use your parents' shower. No, I've never had sex in that one so you've I've had, had shower sh- sex before yeah but not like a lot is it another it's kind of hard because i feel like like the, the water is i don't know ricocheting all yeah over the, the place. water hits your uh, boner and then it's like yeah and it just doesn't it feels weird i don't know dries you up and then i know this is gonna be a little gross but as soon as you like come with the mixture of the water and you're, you just can't get it off you it's weird it's like a congeals ah yeah. You never experienced that? Never. All right. That's disgusting. But I guess I topped you with the disgust. I can edit this out. No, no, no. So yeah, you got a uh, lost driving today. Scott, I'm the I'm the guy who okay. dictates the show. I didn't Why know do you that. Keep trying I... to take all the roles. No, I didn't know that you I'll were I'll keep that the show g- going, don't worry. Okay. 
you we've already established the roles. You're the fucking hilarious guy everybody loves. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm the guy who tells bad stories yeah. and you don't help them at all. And well, I was trying to give you a chance, but Yeah, here's my chance. Yeah. So I got lost. In other news, Scott, he, I'm having a rough day, I tell you. Oh, you're yeah. having a rough day? Yeah. First thing, I got lost for like two hours driving around. You know where that American girl is from, basically? The the suburb. By the Red Robin? Yeah, the Romuluses of Detroit. I got yeah. lost like in those areas. It's like just lakes, like small lakes. Yeah. And I got lost there because my GPS on my phone, I'll type in the address, and then uh, the dot on the Google Maps won't move. So where were you going? I was trying to go back to my work in Troy, Michigan, from uh, Farmington Hills. I had to drop something off in Farmington Hills. Okay. And then I got lost. I ended up in like the Novi Orchard Lake area. If uh, this means anything to you, a little bit. Because like the whole time I was like, okay, I got to turn on Hagerty. Because I was looking at my map, I'm like, oh, Hagerty's just a little further up, just a little further up. And then I realized I was on Hagerty currently. Ooh. And the dot just hadn't moved. Okay. Yeah. And then I got so lost. I ended up in like the twilight zone here, the richest neighborhood <laughs> I've ever seen because it's just all lakes. And who, who likes to have a house near oh, a lake? Right here, the rich. The rich. Yeah. Right, exactly. These they, houses. They do take all that freaking lake property. Yeah, save a little lake property for everybody else. For the freaking poor. But it's not even like they're on the lake. There's like a road. There's the lake, the road, then the house. But they still have dock. They put the docks on the other side of the road. Yeah. Which I don't think that is that fair. Like, how do you own? Know. How do you own that section of land and then the other section of land? I could see it. Maybe they do. Yeah, whatever. All the roads out there suck too. But it, the yeah. biggest houses I've ever seen, Scott. I tell you, some of these houses so big they had two front doors. <laughs> yeah. So like a show front door and then the servant front door. Yeah, pretty much. No, the, the houses were so big and long. That they would need, like, there was, like, one big gallant front door with, like, an arch. Yeah. And then, like, a normal house front door, like, 50 meters to the right. Wow. That's how rich these people are. They're like, man, I want to get into the, my big-ass house, but I don't want to... I'm on this side of the house. I don't want to walk all the way I don't want to use my big front door. Yeah, I'll just use the small one. Don't let the neighbors see, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll use the I don't have to think that I can't afford to use my big, big front, front door. Exactly. Yeah. So what's one of the biggest houses you've ever been in? Um, I was in a house once with an indoor pool. Really? Yeah. And then it was like a drinking party. I, I was, they were friends of a friend of mine. So I was with my friend of mine. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up making, um, as like everybody was like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. What do you got? <laughs> and then the guy started making octopus. Really? That's how, that's how rich this guy was. He made a, he made a, a, a food that I wouldn't even think as good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you'd have to dare me to eat it. Yeah. But if you're rich, you're like, oh, that's exquisite. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, it was like an actual octopus. He just starts chopping it up. Oh, my God. Tasted great. But yeah, it sounds disgusting to the layman like yourself. Seriously. Apparently, you're just. What happened to chicken? (laughs) What happened to the big three? Uh, Pork, chicken, and beef. Oh, that's the thing, Scott. You're just not uh, two front door type of people. Hell no. You wouldn't know how to act in this situation. I would go up to that big front door, and then you knock on it, and then you freaking get it. You'd go through the dog door in the big front door. Yeah. I would insist. Yeah. 
He'd say, no, I can't afford to walk through this door. I'm not rich enough to walk through this door. Is there like a screen door, perhaps, that I can go through? <laughs> One uh, that doesn't <laughs> shut when you uh, leave it, and you have to make sure it closes uh, behind maybe, you. Maybe I could just go through that empty, that open window. Is that is that possible? Uh, yeah. It'd be more my style if I could do that. Where does the dog sleep? <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever used a bidet? Yeah. What are you just so here's what I think is happening right now. You're trying to make up for the fact that I said you don't assist me at all. No, are you, are you actually curious. <laughs> maybe, maybe deep down I am, but but I'm trying to also because I listened to the last one, I did find that I could have been <laughs> more uh fac- facilitative. No, it's uh, fine, Scott. I'm just giving you a hard time. I mean, no, I know, but I appreciate the bidet question. I'm and you I, know what? Our I, listeners I, would love to know. Here's the, okay, fine. I'll tell you. I, so I lived in Italy for a year. Uh, my, that's my privilege, as we found out. Uh, and my uh, dorm room had a bidet in it. Really? Yeah. Your dorm room did? next to the bathroom, or next to the toilet in the bathroom, uh, in, which was also in the room. Whoa. And I, didn't, I thought it was disgusting at first. Yeah. I didn't use it for like six months. And then I got so drunk once. You know when you just feel like disgusting after drinking? Okay, yeah. You're not a big drinker, are you? Yeah, but I felt that. Yeah, and you're like, oh, my, my butt crack is uh, disgusting right now. Raw? Yeah, so I was like, I, I dusted off the bidet. It had collected dust, and I <laughs> tried it, and it was, it was refreshing. It was, yeah. It was lovely. I really think I would like it. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. But then as soon as you get back to Canada or the States, you got you to gotta forget all about bidets, and you can't admit that you like them because people find them disgusting. That's homosexual. Yeah, exactly. You're leaning towards homosexual at that point. Right, exactly. Playing with the butthole, huh? Yeah. What are you... What, you like how that felt? I wonder if people are uh, more um, accepting of the bidet now that the butthole is more accepted. Uh... Like that was one of the things of of gay rights. The gay pride parade had its benefits <laughs> for us too. Now we can have bidets. Yeah, the society. We're here. We're queer. Yeah. We use bidets <laughs> in the rear. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I've exactly. said that a million times. Yeah, the gay the gay rights uh, movement really had. Now I can dance freely in a bar. A nice. little more. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can wear a scarf. Yeah, now in in the springtime. Yeah, or fall. Yeah, now being too hyper-masculine, bad thing. Yeah, toxic. Toxic. You're a douche. I wonder if it'll go so far that way that toxic masculine guys will start parading. Like, they'll have a... a Toxic. Masculine pride parade. Maybe. What would their flag be? Masculine pride parade. You mean the the Super Bowl parade? Uh, Does the Super Bowl have a parade? Well, for the winning team. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think the, the toxic masculine flag would be? Huh. Maybe like a Monster Energy or yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it would yeah, be like a mo- it would be like a truck with like a Monster Energy, a gun. Maybe like when they get, they set up the hot tub. Yeah, a backwards the, hat, the backwards hat. A guy with his shirt off. Yeah, drinking a Bush Light. Yeah, he's watching his weight. Arm around a girl. Yeah, you maybe. know how they're always putting their arms around women. My property. Yeah, my property. Keep your bitch on a leash. How about that? Although I recently got in trouble for not having my... You, you ever have this happen to you, Scott? You ever go out with your girlfriend and then you get compared to every guy in there? <laughs> so hard to keep up with. Yeah. Like, one guy had his arm around a girl, and then my girlfriend was like, later on, she was like, I kept hinting at it, but you never put your arm around me. Oh. Like, he's doing it. Why don't you do it? Yeah. 
you know, like that. It's like you're you always got to be competing. Yeah. Or they're always competing with their women counterparts, and I got to match what the other guy does. Yeah, I guess so. I, fuck, man, that is a mind fuck. Actually, it is a mind fuck. Say, say you're Lauren, or we'll use the real world here. Yeah, sure. She's at a place with you. Mm-hmm. And she's looking around at all these men, and she's thinking, "I'm with this fuck." Right. This fucking guy doesn't even put his arm around me. Right. He doesn't call me, you know, he doesn't frick. Look at this guy. He's got a tattoo. He's got his arm around her. Right. You know, and now you have to freaking step up. Yeah, I got to compete. I got to yeah. compete. And they got to the point where I've, I'm so aware that this is happening where, so I was at a comedy show that I was performing at, and there was another comedian there with his girlfriend, and I had my girlfriend, and they were sitting at, so he kind of, pawned our girlfriends off to sit at the same table together. Yeah. And we sort of started preparing. And then I went back into the the bar show area to get a drink of water. And I was going to stop by and say hi to my girlfriend. But I didn't because I didn't want the other guy to get blamed for not stopping by. Wow. Brilliant. I looked out for I didn't want him having to hear it on the way home. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. That is some good Samaritan. Yeah. Because I really I was like, there's not going to be enough time for him to stop back in. Yeah. And say hi. So I can't. You can't even do it. I bonded. Yeah. I never I, would I have thought of that. I waved the masculine flag with the monster energy drink and we stood as one. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to wave that flag. Yeah. No, without that flag. What's uh, one, one uh, masculine uh, trait that you will not compromise on? Okay. Where they're like, ooh, that's not good for society. But you're like, nah, man, I need to be a man. Huh. That's a great question. Yeah, we probably should have discussed it beforehand to prepare yeah. answers because yeah. I also have no answer for it. Okay, I have a. I mine is sort of like I kind of I could go I could go without showering until I smell. That's not a, as I said earlier today, which maybe who determines <laughs> if you smell though? I guess it's me. And you know what? I don't have very good. And smell. how is that a toxic masculine thing? It just sounds like it's just a toxic. It's just thing. maybe toxic. Yeah, it's but not, it's not toxic feminine. Like toxic masculine is like no, I, I, I don't know. Go hunting, no matter what. I will fix yeah. anything in the. I'm home. not asking for directions. Yeah, I am not asking for directions. These are not good examples. These are all stereotypical. I'm trying to think of a good example. We Honey, were- get the lawnmower. The man's cutting the lawn. Yeah. No. 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 No, I will not have my woman. I will not have my wife cut the lawn. Yeah, stuff like that. I will be the breadwinner of this family. Excuse me. You will stay home with the kids. Excuse me. Give me the keys. I will not let you drive while I'm here. Exactly. I. I I will not. Honey. (laughs) Honey. (laughs) I don't ask for much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I don't have a lot of deal breakers. I guess I like to watch sports. Yeah, that's good. Maybe that's something, but... There's been a backlash against sports as of late, I think. And they do it like this. This is how they make fun of sports. Oh, sports. <laughs> oh, go watch sports. Yeah. And that's the voice they oh, use. Oh, you like sports? Yeah. It's that not, just doesn't even matter. Yeah, when a woman imitates a guy, it's never an accurate impression. It's just that dumb voice. Like, they make us all sound like idiots. Like, I don't have a university degree. You know what I mean? Not that that means anything these days, but... yeah. Yeah, like watching football with somebody who doesn't like football or doesn't watch football, and then they start to make fun of it, where it's like, oh, oh, I got the touchdown on the field goal. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You're kind of a douchebag for uh, shitting on it. Yeah. And you know what? You're into music too much. (laughs) And you know what? Oh, I like a little guitar. Oh, I like the arts. 
Sports is not my thing. I like the put, arts. Put brush strokes on the paper. <laughs> oh, a little brush stroke here. Oh, I love how I paint that little brush, that bush. Are you doing Adam Sandler right now? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I do like watching sports with somebody. And then they make never... you feel stupid. But then this guy could go home and watch anime for eight hours. And then it's fun. It's like, it's like you fucking loser. Yeah, what a it's fucking like, loser. It's like, oh, yeah, I watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, sports, big waste of time. Dragon Ball Z is... What? And have the t-shirt. Who gives a fuck? I'm 32 years old and I fucking watch Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I like cartoons. Yeah, well, I watch it freaking... Well, I have a Express VPN because I need a Japanese location because I need to see it when it releases in Japanese. Anyway. Yeah, good points. I do like watching sports with somebody who hasn't doesn't watch sports because then you get to explain it to them. I do like that. You feel and like then a, you feel smart. You feel like a genius. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That's that's that line. That's not. Yeah. That's a different line. That's the. That's I off, love that's that. The offside. No. I love that. I know. See what happened there is. Uh, he, no, no, that wasn't offside. That was the neutral zone infraction. Yeah, you're, you're not. But yeah. just like the stuff where it's like first and ten, you're explaining like, so like no, now yards. it's second and five. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like you're drawing it out. <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel so smart. No, and then they get to kick an extra point. Yeah, obviously. That you know. comes up. Every- I thought touchdown was seven. No. No, no. no. And, then they, and then they kick the extra point. And there's the option to go for two. Yeah. But that's that's the advanced class. Yeah. Have you ever, you, you a big XFL fan? No, I haven't watched it. Have you? Current I've- events. We haven't really done current events. Yeah, we, we stay away from current events. Yeah, that way we're timeless. I think the XFL is probably like the concussion. It's like concussion heaven. If concussions <laughs> were like a freaking parasite that needed a host, yeah, like <laughs> the XFL is like where it would go. They show footage of these guys like drinking beers in the locker room. That's cool. Yeah, but these guys are fr- they're probably making as much as like a mechanic. Yeah, but the the beers is probably just a gimmick. Like, look at these down to earth guys. Yeah. I guess so. Basically, that's what the XFL is. It's just like football with concussions again. <laughs> Pretty much, it's we like put the concussions alcohol back into and concussion fueled. <laughs> yeah, we put the <laughs> yeah. Don't we, you miss all those concussions? Yeah, the X stands for X-ray. <laughs> the X- <laughs> oh, that was a good one, Scott. Thought of that. You're one. on your game today, head. my man. That was in my head. All right, this is a fun one so far. I'm having Another fun. One. Yeah, right. you know how we had that bidet thing, right? Yeah, what what made you think of that? Because we were talking about rich people. Oh, this is the richest house you've ever been in, a house with a bidet. That's true. Yeah, whose house was it? How did you end yeah, up Yeah, it was my friend. I think it was my friend Will's house. Have I met or Will? Or maybe I've been in a, 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 a nicer house. You maybe have met him once or twice. Mm. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, yeah, they have a bidet, and I've asked to use it, and he denied me. Well, so you now I have a vendetta. Why did I ask? Because yeah, I'm an unprivileged guy. I'll never see a bidet again in my life. Why did he deny you? Because he just... I couldn't tell you. He was like, don't use the bidet. Pretty much. What would have happened if you used it? How would he have even known? Well, it's in like his the bathroom in his parents' room. Oh. So it's not like I have... I feel like it's not so much a bidet issue. It's he didn't want you going into his parents' room. Well, it's not the first time I've been in there, so... <laughs> I guess you did find out there was a bidet up there. Yeah. That's weird, man. Anyway... But yeah, no, yeah. I never used one yet. So have you ever, you ever heard of those toilets where you squat down, like in Europe? Yeah, I had to use them before as well in Europe. Okay. The Turkish style bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah, the hardest thing about them is that 
one, I can't squat and balance. I was always afraid I was going to fall back into it. So I'd have to lean forward, put my hand on the door. And then the other concern is, you know, when you're on, you pull your pants down, you keep your pants around your ankles. Yeah. So my biggest concern was to balance. I had to lean forward, which would then kind of put my pants like a cradle ready to catch uh, your poop. Yeah. So that was a big concern of mine. So do you take your pants all the way off? No. I would just like, I would have to do a imperfect squat and like really balance myself and I would pull my pants forward to get rid of the cradle. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would like those. It's funny. It's like, imagine like a shower basin, you know, like a stand up shower, not a bathtub. Yeah. And then these ones had two pedestals in the middle of it for your feet <laughs> and then just like a drain. And the worst part was if you miss the hole for the drain, it's just on, like, imagine just shitting in a, uh, a shower basin. Oh, my God. It's just raw right there. And you'd have to, like, you know, flush it. Flush it? But how it's just it, sitting there raw. How do you so, yeah, flush it? I, I forget. I think it's the same mechanism, and then water comes rushing through. Oh, so there is a flush. Yeah, but it's, like, it's not the same. It doesn't take it away as easy. Like, okay. imagine a rock in yeah. the middle of a stream. Yeah, kind of when it hits the water in the toilet. It, like, seals The it. water kind of seals it. Yeah. From the bottom, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Scott, we're getting into shit talk here, and that's not a never good spot. That's not our. But speaking of toxic masculinity, I ran into this issue. Um, uh, um, like I think it was yesterday. I was in the elevator, so me and my girlfriend called the elevator because we're in an apartment building, right? And then the elevator door you called opens. the elevator. Yeah, we hit the button to call the <laughs> elevator. <laughs> yeah, never heard it put like that. Yeah, okay. Like, so my linguistic skills are... Ring, 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 ring. Elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, Tim and Lauren. Yes, we'd like the elevator. Can we get the lift for five? Send up the octopus with it as well. <laughs> yes, I'm quite hungry. <laughs> yes, make sure to use the servant's front door. <laughs> but, but anyway, so Lauren's a little delayed getting in this elevator. So I walk in, and there's a lady in there. And then she starts looking at me up and down. So when you say lady, we could be talking a 19-year-old. No, I'd say she was like 38. 38 double, double the age. With a, uh, a dangerous haircut. You know what I'm talking about? That means it's short. But not a lesbian. Okay. But dangerous. And she's Is looking it, at me. It's not shaved on the side it's of the shaved head? on the side. Okay. Yep. Long on the top. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. definitely dangerous. lesbian leaning. But, but not. You, I don't think so. Okay. And I'm just basing this off of looks. Again, I apologize for my toxic masculinity. How else are you going to base this on? You should have asked her. She should have said, what's your pronoun? Sorry, before I ask you your sexuality, what I want to do this the right way. Yeah. What is your pronoun? Yeah. And she'll say... <laughs> she would say she, I think. She would probably say she. And but it's up say, to her. And she'd say, so, miss. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know where you, where were you going with that. I was going to make a slur, but oh, go yeah, on. let's not do that. It's probably best I didn't. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so she just starts staring at me up and down. And I'm like, why? Like in my head, I'm like, this is weird. So I just start smiling. <laughs> like, and she's just like, she's like leaning in to stare at me, like looking me up and down, trying to get a read. And then Lauren, my girlfriend, walks in the elevator and then she goes like this. Oh, oh. So I'm thinking, oh, she wanted to fuck. But then she's like, she realized it's like a little awkward that she was staring at me. So she's like, yeah, you ever just try to put together an action plan? Wow. She thought I was going to rape her. Wow. She needed an action plan to get away from me. That is weird. It is odd. It's weird that she did think that about you. That's, and then we said that. I was like, you think I, c I could harm you? 
Yeah. She's like, you never know. But that's the first time I've ever intimidated anybody, I think. I don't have a yeah an intimidation face. Plus, like, I don't know how good she thinks I am at raping. I'm a first-time raper. Yeah. Long-time listener. Uh, <laughs> but the, the elevator was only four floors. So, like, I don't know how quickly I'm supposed to do all this. Yeah. But then again, I've never, uh, you know. You've never done it. You committed know. a sexual misconduct. guess it's like, what kind of action plan could even be in place? Say you're in the elevator. Let's say, her point of view, uh, a, a six-foot-tall, lanky, Jeff... Uh, Je- lanky, that's true. Je- what's his name? Jeff, not Dunham? Jeff Dunham. Jeff Garland? No. The, Jeff Frigurian. The one that you're most like. Jeff, Daniel Tosh. No, freaking the murderer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer esque. Pretty much uh, walks in. I'm sure you had some sort of point. I do some look- sort of weird look on your face. And then when you say I you were just smiling. smiling at her, that's not a good sign. Because I was trying to be friendly. I was like, oh, this lady. Wants that's to what fuck I me. would Let do. Look good. That's what I would do. But that is true. She would see my essence, so it's a little different. Yeah. You're hiding it. You know, you're with my smile. You're hiding it. You're hiding your essence with your smile. Scott, you do bring up a great point. I do look serial killery, I suppose. You do look like somebody who's never exerted power in their life and they only do it by murdering. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know that you know the type, right? Those are the serial killer types. They're right, like that is true. They don't they don't about. speak up. They don't speak their mind in high school. They don't speak their mind at work, you know. Right. Nobody they're not they're not fucking nobody. I fucked Oh, she didn't know you had. She didn't know you had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You know. Yeah, but even before that, I these serial killer types. What's the difference between you and them? They're probably engineers driving to work, right? Hating their life. I don't hate my life. I love my job. Okay. Even weirder. Yeah, a little little worse. (laughs) A little worse. Yeah. Oh, Jeffrey loved his job. This guy gets off on Excel spreadsheets and powerpoints. Yeah. Keep an eye on that guy. Well. Well, yeah. I, it's good you didn't murder her. No, I didn't. Because I could see you doing it. But isn't that weird? Have you ever uh, intimidated a woman like that? Where they were like afraid of you or um, made you seem like you were doing something bad? Maybe. Yeah, I probably have. With all these freaking weird Tinder dates I've been on, I'm sure I've picked up qu- a few ladies there where they're like, well, man, I guess this the, is my last time I'm getting picked up. On the last episode, you did get broken up with because of this sort of behavior. True. So maybe you do give it give it off. Yeah. I once uh, was on a date with a girl, and we were like horse playing. You ever horse play? Actually, I love horse play. So like, I think I was making fun of how long her arms were. Yeah. And I was like doing a funny walk, and yeah. then she hit me, like you know, slapped me. And yeah. Then I started to. Uh, then I think I hit her back because I ended up chasing her across the street and by a bar which had a patio. Okay. And then this guy Sounds was like, bad. "Yeah, this guy was like, ma'am, are you okay?" And she was like, yes, I'm fine. That doesn't sound like horseplay. That sounds like horses at the track. <laughs> yeah. You're like running. All right. One yeah. sec. Anyway, Scott, where were we? I mean, let me take that again. Clap. All right. Yeah. So what else has been going on with me, Scott? With this, ye- I'm telling you, the lady had reason uh, you know, for, for danger sensing, though, because uh, my car in the parking garage recently got its windows smashed in yeah. and all my change stolen. Hilarious. Uh, it's not very... Like, nine vehicles all parked next to me, all their windows got smashed in. Wow. Yeah, and then they jacked up the front door, and then they, they couldn't 
jack it up to get in. So they just smashed the rear door. It was like they tried to break in nicely and then we're just like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just smash the window. Yeah. And they took all my chain, but they didn't. I had like five euros, like a bill, a five euro bill there. They just left that. Wow. And that's more money than that was the change was. Yeah. They're dumb, dumb criminals. Yeah. And then the police were called and they didn't even show up. Like, so this happened at like, I found out at 11 at night, the police were called. They didn't even show up till like the next day at like 2 p.m. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like they didn't even try to catch anybody. And the insurance company was like, um, so you'll have to pay a deductible of $200 unless they catch the guys. It's like, and then what are the guys, are the guys going to pay the $200? Like what is, what's, yeah. Like how's that going to work? So what, you have to get like a rental car? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Drop the car off. It's like I have a I get in so many tr- troubles that are not my fault. Yeah, you know that I have like I have a, a pretty good relationship with the um, the rental car people. Well, the um, the place that fixes my car every time they have a they're so fancy they the rental car guy just comes to them and drops them off. I just pick them up from them. So I drop my car off, take a rental car. Oh really? Yeah, it's slick. It is slick. But it cost me two hundred dollars. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, insurance deductibles are fucking bullshit. Especially when it's like a guy smashed my windows. Yeah. But that's what you what I paid for, and then like even if they caught the guy, what are they just going to take all my change back and be like, I guess you could put this towards it. They had they had the change on them. It was all the money they had. Like they're not going <laughs> to, like, they can't afford the bill. Yeah. Well, hopefully the nine other cars they broke into, they they, they got found, to feed their kids. Yeah, they're like, you will never believe what we found in uh, this Chrysler town and country next to you, uh, a Rembrandt. <laughs> I don't know it's what that is. Painting. It's a painter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. A big bag of gold. Yeah. There you go. That's for you. Big bag of gold. I I understand that one. There you go. I get that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so I'm dealing with that. I'm not having a lot of car luck, Scott. Like, uh, around this time last year, I got hit by a police officer. Yeah. Like, he is just like, you turned into me and smashed my car. It's like, it seems like every year I get into a little uh, scuffle with the car. Yeah. I'm car unlucky. Yeah. Maybe you are. Are you car lucky? No, I'm like the person that crashes into you, actually. And you just don't care. Yeah. No, I care. When was the last accident you were? It's been a while. That's good. But I've been in like been in a few. Yeah. Yeah, I almost remember, and I almost killed. uh, I almost killed Rob, Paul, and Billy driving on the I-75, going like one freaking one twenty, one thirty kilometers, kilometers per hour. Hit the freaking patch of water. Hit the guardrail. Oh, because you hit the water on just one side of the vehicle. Yeah, I hydroplaned. So spun you. Yeah, I was going straight, went completely sideways, hit the guardrail. Oh, wow. Spun out. It was wild. Yeah, wow. so that was that was a wake-up call. That was what? a wake-up call of like, you know what? Maybe I gotta wear my driving this uh, car can kill me. Right. And everyone else. That's the other thing about driving is like you just feel like you're untouchable at all times. Like, yeah, I drive like a crazy person. I was going to say, I've been in the backseat while you drive. Yeah. What? You're fast. Oh, I live life you're in fast the fast driver. Lane. Yeah. You definitely are making moves that I don't. Where was I driving? The States? Yeah. On the highway. Yeah. You drive 80 miles per hour on the highway there. Well. The limit's 70. Big, whatever the numbers are. The limit's 70. That's like 120. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So it's not 80 is reasonable. That's maybe like 135. Yeah. Life in the fast lane, Scott. I've been on the uh, German Autobahn, and um, I got up to, um, 
I think I was pushing like I think I was trying to get to 100 miles per hour. I think I probably blew past that. I'm thinking I was up around 190 kilometers per hour. And to prove that I did it, I was uh, I had to set up my phone. So I set up my phone like with the camera ready to go. And then I just like floored it. So I was driving the car, holding the camera, pointing at the uh, speedometer. And I just started taking pictures. So I have the pictures somewhere. Wow. Going 190 kilometers per hour. I don't know if I broke 200, though. I think I... Uh, didn't have the balls for that. Yeah. And the thing is, if you're in the uh, left lane and there's a car behind you, they could be going like 50 kilometers per hour faster than you. So you got to be like, oh, fuck, I got to get out of this lane. Yeah. There's none of this uh, going too slow. Get get the fuck out. That's what I also hate, Scott, is when people go too slow in the left lane. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm going. I'm going places. I'm moving. I'm shaking. You can tell. Like Sometimes there's people with like eight cars behind them and there's just open space. In the left lane. Oh, that pisses me off. Yeah. You know what else pisses me off, though? What? When I'm the guy in front and everybody's going too fast behind me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very hypocritical with my driving. Yeah. yeah. I see that. Yeah. Or you ever do this? You, you know when, like, the lane goes from two to one? Like, there's a construction? Yeah. If I'm in the lane that's being merged into, I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm not letting you in. Back of the line. Yeah. But if I'm in the other lane, I'm zooming right up to the front. I'm like, merge point. Got to merge at the merge point. Yeah. Let me in. Come on. What? Like, I think it doesn't matter. It's whatever I'm doing is the right thing to do when driving. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to break that down to your whole life sort of thing. You where, think I'm just a big hypocrite? Well, a little bit. And you said it, not me. But, you know. What uh, else do you think I'm hypocritical about? I don't know. You're yeah. probably hypocritical. Not probably. Do you have anything? So so it was all false, what you just said. No. Because if there is something and you tell me, I'm going to stew over it for the next several weeks. So just be careful with what you say. Okay. Because it's going to throw me into a turmoil Yeah. where I'll question everything about myself. Well, how do you think you treat people? I think I treat them well. But I think I'm realizing lately, Scott, and by lately I mean the last three, four years, that I come off as a guy who hates everybody um, if you don't know me. Okay. And if I don't know you. Because I keep a stern face. Definitely do. A stoic, unsmiling face. Yeah. It's Unas- got, unassuming. Yeah. It's gotten to the point where when I sit places by myself, I try to force myself to smile. Which is bad luck. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking no. at it now. Not good. This isn't. That's the elevator look, I imagine. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It's not good. Yeah, is it rapey? Looks like an Alvin, the Chipmunk, Jeffrey Dahmer. Do people do people ask like, does Tim hate me, or do they talk shit about me? Are they like, Tim hates us, and I hate Tim because he always looks. That guy always looks mean. Maybe I think Curtis doesn't think you like him. But oh yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah, but it's not for that reason. Yeah, it's because he's annoying. Uh huh. We're going to have to edit this, aren't I? No, not at all. No, he, I think here's the thing about Curtis, okay? I like Curtis plenty. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just winked. Uh, whatever. I like Curtis plenty. It's just I think our age separation. It's too much. It's almost a decade. Yeah. So I'm like an older fella, and I'm being annoyed by this young... Uh, whippersnapper. Uh, whippersnapper who thinks he has the world by the balls. And I'm just like, I've seen all this before. I also think he's way too confident for what he actually is in terms in like pretty much every facet of his life. Yeah. Like and like he thinks he's a lot better than he is. I I think I'm gonna have to edit this. No. Guess we <laughs> should talk about uh whether or not confidence has to be earned. I think it should be earned. I think the world would be a lot better that way. Although women 
don't really care if it's earned or not. They just bang you based on. Uh, yeah, you know, it's tough. I feel like I don't know what being confident is sometimes. Like, I think it's, I think, but I think confidence is also being confident enough to know you're not right. You know what I mean? Yeah. To know you're wrong in the situation. At times. So like your fake confidence where you're like, no, we got to definitely do this because I know I'm right. But maybe a confidence is, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Let me step back. Listen. Uh-huh. Try to learn something. Yeah. You know? Is that a confidence, you think? That could be a con- you're confident in yourself of not knowing, right. which is fine. Uh, I'm going to have to edit the Curtis stuff, aren't I? No. And now I'm going to have to edit. I, we should stop talking about that. Stop mentioning Curtis. That way I don't have to edit every single time I say it. Maybe. Yeah. So Curtis thinks I don't, don't like him. Yeah. Well, it's because at that hip-hop show, Yeah. well, you got banned because of how bad you did. You also got banned, first of all. Well, I, I got banned because so of wait, my, let's my controversial up. rap. No, I think you got... For, no. Okay, so the <laughs> hip-hop show, I think we discussed it two episodes ago. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Yeah. So we both did poorly. Although I'd say you did more poorly in okay. my mind. But I will say, I will also say you went much later and you went two hours after me. So the audience was not, did not even give a fuck at that point. They yeah. were out of it, did not care. I will say that. Yeah, where were we going with? I think you did more poorly. Really? Yeah. You think I did more poorly? <laughs> yeah. Do you actually think that? At the show, yeah, because I think I got him back with my terrible, terrible rap. You did not get anybody. The thing is, Scott, is when you start yelling. So you had one a beat. I was, behind I you, was yelling, and yeah. you were just yelling. You don't notice anything because <laughs> it's not like you're pausing for laughter. Yeah. You're just talking over it. I'm so just it filling feels, the void. You're filling the void. But what you didn't hear is my video with ev- the reactions of everybody around me who were strangers. Yeah. And they were like, the fuck is this? We got to get out of here. This guy sucks. Get off the stage. Why won't he get off the stage? We don't want to hear this. Let's just go. Yeah. You yeah. know who they said that to? Andy Kaufman. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I did that bad. I think for what it was, it was fine. No, you did good. Uh, fuck you, Scott. Uh, fuck off. Like I don't, I know it was bad, but I don't think it was that bad. Where like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there was people up front laughing. They were loving it. That they was were like laughing. The t- it was like the Tonight Show. First of all, the room was humongous, Scott. Like the Tonight Show. Like the Tonight Show. Yeah. And there was like eight people there. Uh huh. I can't believe we got banned. Like honestly, yeah. how did we get fucking banned? Because we we're that fucking good. So we got banned from the show. Basically, we gotta let's just set it up here. That rap show, the they rap know. comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. We, the guy who hosts the show's brother who fronts the money for the show told Curtis that we're banned for the next show, which like, but Curtis wasn't supposed to tell us. It was a secret ban, which is like the stupidest fucking thing ever. Like, why even bother bringing us back? Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know. And the other thing I hated is when Curtis told us that we were banned, he took joy in it. It's yeah. like he wanted us to know we were banned and that he wasn't banned, although he sucks so much worse than us. Like, yeah. he's awful. Yeah. He started the show as the host and set us up awfully. Uh, yeah. He bombed. He bombed, too, as the host. We all did. Yeah. yeah. But, like, maybe if the host did well off the top, got the people going a little. Yeah. Also, didn't change the lineup all of a sudden right when we got there. Maybe we would have had a chance. Yeah. It was it was tough. I'm blaming it on the host. It was tough. And fuck, and I hate that we're banned. I fucking hate that guy because all the rap sucked too. It it's garbage. It's all garbage. Nah. And they, maybe if they could get more than two people in the fucking show, 
there'd be a chance of us making people laugh. Like I can't make people who aren't there laugh. Like empty chairs don't laugh, Scott. Yeah. They don't fucking laugh. So I don't know what you want from me, guy who runs the show and Curtis. And I fucking hate it when Curtis is bringing us the bad news. Like, like are we even, it, it doesn't affect us at all. But he, he takes joy in telling us that's, and I don't even know why it bothers me so much that some douchebag guy who can't even rap, not that I can rap, but some yeah. douchebag guy is like, no, nah, you can't have them back to our horrible show that we can't even get three people in, you know? Yeah. It's the worst run show I've ever been to. It's like eight hours long. There's way too many acts. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? No, I'm just uh, I'm ba- basking in your uh, I like This anger. is what I hate about Kurt. Curtis was like, you guys are banned, but I, they love me. It's like, who gives a shit, Curtis? You're loved by two fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Yeah, Curtis bothers me. Let's say that. Yeah. That bothers me. It really bothers me. Because you think that, he's getting more credit than he deserves? I think he's giving himself way more credit than he deserves. Okay. I think I haven't heard him make a joke once. His best joke is him doing an impression of an Asian guy in a fake Asian accent, which is like the hackiest fucking bullshit I've ever seen, you know? And the worst is that it got a laugh at Craft Heads when he did it. Th- that just made me hate everything. Yeah. You know when like a bad joke gets a laugh and then you just want to kill yourself? That's what happened to me there. I was like, ugh, this whole night is a waste of time. Because I can't even try new jokes in front of this crowd if they're laughing at that. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. It's fucking garbage. And I fucking hate that we were banned. Like, who the fuck are they to ban us from their shit show? Like, it's a shitty show. Yeah. <laughs> like, you... Like, what do you want me... Banning me is not going to help your shit show. Yeah. You know? You got three people in there that were maybe audience members. You have 18 drunk women. Not 18. They had two very drunk women in there. One of them was the ex-girlfriend of the guy. Yeah. Who is now... And she's now annoying you with messages. Well, she... Asking uh, to bang. Solicited me a little bit. Yeah. And (laughs) I respectfully... uh, You know, she wants to, uh, a.k.a. party... As she puts it. Yeah, but partying to the, that type of crowd, Scott, I don't it know why. want to freaking have casual sex. And I'm yeah. not about that. I know you're not. That's about freaking making love. I know you are. And finding right, love. Right in the ass. I make love in the ass. <laughs> but yeah, fuck. I just laced this all with I hate Curtis. But yeah, and fuck him. I, that's the thing I hate is the joy he took in telling us. Yeah. You didn't need to tell us. Maybe we'll just have to go. have him back on, and you can tell him to his face. I always tell him to his face that I don't like him, and I think he's overconfident. And he brushes it off with his overconfidence. Yeah. And it's very annoying. You ever just want somebody to realize what you're telling them, and you can't get to them? Like, you want to bully them and make them feel bad about themselves, but you just can't get to them? It's very frustrating. And the thing is, he only shows up to, like, two shows, and they always happen to be the shows I'm bombing on. So I can't really tell him anything. You know what I mean? Because I just bombed too. So I can't take a higher ground. Like, look at how well I did compared to your shitty Asian joke. Yeah. I can't take a higher ground. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Where this is all going to get trashed. Yeah. It really pissed me off. It really pissed me off that we got banned from the shittiest show on earth. Well, you know what? Maybe it's time for us to put on our own hip-hop comedy show, if that's the case. I'll host it. Yeah. Me, DJ Bad Attitude, can co-host it. Fuck Curtis, man. Curtis can be on it. No. Curtis, he kills it, man. He's, he's a killer, dude. I guess you're not seeing it, man. In front of the Asian crowd? I've never seen an Asian in the crowd. I, don't think I guess you've never seen an Indian person? I guess, yeah, you got me there. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Are you not upset by this? 
No, you have, you have I'm such not. a laissez-faire attitude about everything. And the fact that you think you did, I, 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 I was feeling bad about my set until I saw your set. That's how bad you did. <laughs> okay. Like I was like, oh, yeah, this is great because we, for some reason, you also do this to me every time I bomb. Yeah. And I fucking hate this too. You always go like, you rub it in. You're like, good set. They were all laughing. Yeah. You say shit like that. I think so the last were, one there, I said like. Yeah, I was outside. How'd it go? <laughs> yeah. So we go outside. You're you're just like making fun of me in that way before your set at the rap show. And then you, when you went up and then you failed so hard, like you didn't even get, at least I got chuckles yeah. from the f- people up front. Yeah. That mailbox guy liked me. He was clapping along. The other Eddie guy liked me. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, I felt good about my set knowing how bad yours went. So was, That's what I just said about your set. I know. You can't so it's weird a, that you said that. So wait, you're saying we comforted each other? You, you comforted me. Well, if, that's I, not if I was able to comfort you, I'm glad I could. I guess you did rap, which is like a story, I suppose. There you go. It wasn't enjoyed. Didn't you get like almost beaten up by a guy in a white sweatshirt? No, we, uh, we were boys after. Oh, yeah. I can't. You and Curtis. I just want to fucking punch in the face. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm i speechless. I got to like. Maybe that's just your built up anger at yourself. Uh, um, it, could, it could be. It honestly could be. Yeah. Because I think you both are awful. Mm-hmm. I think you guys just suck. <laughs> and like the problem is I can't do better than you guys. Like I can't differentiate myself. That's how I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you like, know, you're better. I, but you can't yeah, prove it. Yeah, that, and that's the most <laughs> frustrating thing. Yeah, it's like I know that I'm better. Yeah, but I cannot prove it, and that's what's so hard about craft heads to me is you're now the king. So it's very painful. <laughs> that's very painful for me, and I'm coming. I'm making a comeback. Last night was not good. Yeah. We were at craft heads last night. Did not go well for either of us. And if you fucking say you did better, fine, whatever. But. I remember, yeah, last night it was straight 50-50 between me and you. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was really bad. But I've been doing better at Craft Heads again. I've been building back up to my king status yeah. that I used to have there that you took from me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is all in your head, but yeah. Technically, if it's in your head, it's, it's true. It's the reality you're in. Yeah, I just can't. That's the most frustrating thing. I think you've nailed it down. I mean, no offense. Of course not. I mean, zero offense. And I yeah. love that you don't take offense. That's what I like about you, Scott, is you just let me say the most mean things to you, and you just come back with a nice smile on your face, and you don't hold a grudge. Yeah. Uh, maybe you and Curtis talk bad about me behind my back. Oh, no. Of course not. What do you guys say? Nothing. How did you find out Curtis thinks I don't like him, then? I was just freaking taking a shot in the dark. So you set me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was just probing you. Same way I asked about bidets. <laughs> I was just asking. I'm trying to facilitate you. I'm going to have to edit the whole fucking thing now. Well, you usually edit it, don't you? Not this much. I usually, no. This is what I usually do. This is my editing. Oh, we didn't talk for like five seconds. Let me edit that down and make it seem like we thought of something within two seconds. That's good. Like I do that maybe like once or twice. Yeah. Or if something doesn't flow well, like if we get distracted by like a phone going off, I'll edit that out. Uh-huh. But yeah. But yeah. Sorry, I just want to get back to that. You've hit on it. I feel like I'm way better than you guys. Yeah. But I cannot differentiate myself. <laughs> yeah. And anytime I have the opportunity to, like, for example, this is maybe I'm afraid of success because my biggest fear, we're going up, me and Scott are driving all the way up to the big city, the big show, Toronto, <laughs> to 
to do our friend's biggest city in Canada to do the smallest show in the city uh, <laughs> at a bar. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is on the big stage, I just feel like I'm not going to do well tomorrow. This this being banned didn't help my confidence, and I have it in my head that the Toronto crowd is just not going to connect with me, and I know that I'm so much better than all of them there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I have in my head that I'm... Because we've been up to Toronto, I don't know how many times, like three, four times, we've watched the comedians there. Yeah. And they suck. Okay, yeah. Do you not agree with that statement? Some of them suck. I would say 90% 90 of them suck, and then 10% are better than us. I would maybe say that. Who's better than us? There's definitely guys better than us. That are, like, headlining? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't count. Okay, well, still, it's all the same freaking league. I guess it all is at the same league. Like, I don't really think they're much better than us, the headliners, either. Yeah, they're just, I don't they're know. They're just, like, got a flow. Yeah, they it's just have an headlining. Act. Yeah, I don't want to trash too many people here. Oh, we're not trashing nobody yet. <laughs> Ain't trashing nobody yet. This kind of took a turn. Ooh. Oh, don't fall off the chair. Yeah. This yeah, tomorrow be will be good. You'll definitely get in your head that you're in Toronto, yeah. which is... The Which is city. bad. You That's get bad. in your head. That is going to be bad. And then what else is going to be bad is the second a joke doesn't get the reaction. So I'm going to tell my first joke, right? And then I'm going to pause for laughter. And if it's not there, oh man, I'm fucked. You're fucked. I'm fucked. After this banning? I'm going to be talking shit about you with the other Toronto comics. Really? I'll be like, I just used them for a ride oh, fuck to get off. up here. Fuck you. How do you <laughs> think you're going to do tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Keep in mind that you'll I have to Toronto sit. I think Toronto crap. You'll have to sit in a car with me for four hours, breathing in my negativity all the way to the show. So yeah. just keep, keep in mind... That's true. You'll have to keep a strong headspace through my negativity. I'm thinking now I'll do all right. I think the Toronto crowd might be more uh, softer. Sophisticated if, or softer? Like no, like, like softer. Like I feel puns. like... They like puns. Nah, nobody likes puns. Well, people like puns, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't think so. But then... Uh, I think they're softer in the sense that, like, I if I say, like, a robot couldn't do my job, it would kill itself. They'll be like, whoa. They'll say, whoa, man, Suicide Prevention Month is next month. Right. Like, a little soon. You know, right. I think it's yeah. more, more risk in terms of that. Right. But that's one of my best jokes. So I can't really, I'm probably still going to say that one. Yeah, might as well take a swing. But the thing yeah, is, the you thi always have confidence, right? Yeah, uh, you're, you're taking like, oh, I'm banned from this thing, yada, yada, yada. It's a good thing. Yeah. Man, Bill Hicks probably got banned. Yeah, Sam Kinison got banned. It's true. I don't know, Scott. That, that's where I'm at with comedy is I feel like I'm great, better. And I feel like maybe I'm doing the same thing Curtis does, which I wish I would stop saying his name. It's just increasing the editing I'm going to have to do on this. No. But like, I feel like I'm good or great, whatever. Uh-huh. And I just can't seem to differentiate myself in any way. You know what I mean? I know what you're trying to say, yeah. Although I am building. I mean, it's going better for you me. You almost have to take, maybe you have to take every set like it's your last. I don't know what that means, but yeah, sure. In the sense of... Go out there and give it my all. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, even if I give it my all, it's not that, Scott. It's like you need to... Uh, that's too much pressure is the last set. You know what I mean? You want to go up there feeling confident and calm, relaxed, like it's yeah. nothing. That's yeah. when that's when I guess I generally do the best. Yeah. Although if the crowd's with you, I suppose. You know, like when you do a contest, I always do well in contests. Like I always have good sets. Uh-huh. Cause but my energy is not calm in a contest. It's more like I gotta get all these jokes out and crush. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah, tomorrow will be fine. You just get up there, 
I know, I know. But then everybody's going to be looking at us like we're from Windsor. And they're they're going to be cheering for us to fail. It's all in your head. Are you sure? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, Whenever likely. you see a new person, do you always like cheer for them to fail? No, not a new person. So I do cheer. I don't know if you do this. I do. If I do really well on a show, I cheer for everybody else to do really bad. <laughs> do, you, do you do that? Like yes and no. No, not, not as really. much. As You're you. like a very. Uh, I'm more of like a not a sadistic murderer type. Person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't have it out for everybody but himself. I don't have it out for everybody, but I just want everybody to do well. How about this? Not as well I, as you did. Though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you seem to not give a fuck. Uh, well, yeah, of course, there's part of me that wants to do the best. Right. So so maybe I'm just more uh, truthful and honest with my uh, my uh, statements here. Me, uh, maybe you're just hiding the dark side of your soul right now. No. You don't think that's so? That's not like me. You no. If, well, I want to do the best on the show, yeah, but... I don't. I don't secretly want everyone else to bomb. How about this, Scott? Let me ask you a question. Do you think you're overrated or underrated in comedy? I love that question. What do you think? That's a is? good question. I think it depends on the person rating me. I think some people think that I'm. I don't know. Think, man. Oh man, great question. I think I'm right where I'm at. I I think I'm rated pretty decently because I think some people think I'm really really funny. And then you ask somebody else, maybe they don't really think I'm that great. So it might balance out a little bit in the middle. You know what I mean? Because you, you say yourself, I'm the king of craft heads. So you ask the freaking peasants at craft heads, who's the king? <laughs> They're saying king, king Scott. And then you ask somebody else who's seen me bomb at the hip hop show. They, they don't. First of all, Scott, I don't think the hip hop show doesn't count as a crowd because they will never be able to afford a comedy ticket. So expensive. They're ten bucks. <laughs> I don't think there was ten bucks in that room put together. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I'm overrated or underrated. I think I'm rated right. I don't right know where you need to be. Right where I need to be. You have no. Competitive you, you, you probably drive. think I'm a little overrated, which I would understand. Why do you? What do you think my opinion of you is? <laughs> like, why do you? What I think you do great at craft heads. I've never seen you do great anywhere else. That's not true. But I've never seen you anywhere else. That's the thing. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never really seen you anywhere else. We've never done a show really outside. Uh, oh, I guess we did do the salsa parlor one, and I say you, I would say you did really well. Yeah, really your memory well. bank is like I don't that when, of like an Alzheimer's done, patient right now. Maybe it's all the rage. We've been at the freaking comedy, uh, the Haddon's Comedy Club. Never seen me there. Or yeah, you, I remember you see me there. there. <laughs> you see me there. I've done all right there. Yeah. I mean, no, you have. Yeah, that's true. And that place was weird. Definitely you did rely. Elsewhere. I will say you relied on that waiter thing a lot. Yeah, but eventually that that all that lost was, its glow. Do you know how happy that made me when it lost its glow? Probably uh, pretty happy. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if I'm just a crazy guy, but well, yes, it did make me happy. I was joyful that your little gimmick yeah. lost its glow. Yeah, I was very joyful. There's something that, and I don't know if that makes me a bad person. Well, there's something about your hypocrite style. Yeah. Your, your hypocrisy there, yeah. Where it's I'm at the comedy club. I'm I'm basically doing free labor, serving the drinks. Something you couldn't do. I didn't want to do it. Actually, they tried to make me do it the first night uh, that place opened, and I was I think I pawned it off to you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So so yes, I do think it was really funny. I will say this: it worked great. You're hilarious when you did it. Yeah. Yes. Great. Was I? Maybe it was jealousy. But was I happy when that bit 
where so basically Scott was the waiter at the comedy club and he would go do a set yeah. after waiting on all the tables and he'd bring up he'd go up with the tray and the notebook and then basically ask people if they wanted anything to drink and that would get a big laugh yeah. and, then, and then, then I would just make fun of their drink orders yeah you would like out people's drink orders which seemed yeah. a little which like sometimes was like really funny and sometimes was like, like not funny like at this all. guy over here got an Alexander Keith. <laughs> and then the crowd would just die laughing at that for no particular reason. Yeah. So was it frustrating to see? Like, and I'm realizing that I'm the I'm the problem. I get that, Scott. I completely get that, and I I love you. I love no, you. I know that. Like, I don't want you to think I don't appreciate you. No, of course not. Or I hate you in any way. But there is a part of me. Let's just call it Jim. Yeah. Instead of Tim, so we could so I could still feel like a good friend. Yeah. Okay. That was like, fuck Scott and that fucking bit. And then when it stopped working eventually, like, so after several shows of doing this, the bit for some reason stopped working. Yeah. My electricity wasn't there. Yeah. The electricity of the whole bit wasn't there and it just stopped working. And then that brought me joy. Yeah. To watch you struggle as you were holding a tray, calling out people's drink orders. And it was just basically like you were just asking them what they wanted to drink next. Like. They they responded with the same energy yeah. as yeah I'll as, just have a water thanks yeah that that brought joy to me okay yeah I mean tell Jim <laughs> <laughs> next time you see him and I don't mean to be a bad guy no no I'm not at trying all. to be a bad guy but all. like when I see that it bothers me and then when I see people doing Asian accents and getting laughs yeah it destroys me to my core. And the worst thing I've ever fucking seen is probably the guy, a guy in the ten percent that you're saying is better than us, or me specifically. So fuck you. Yeah. Is this guy goes on stage? This is the most cringeworthy thing. I think about it maybe like once a month, like just how stupid this is. I was thinking about it today in the car as I was cutting people off and driving too slow in front of others. He he goes on stage, does like a fifteen minute set, and then he says, "Fat people are like marsupials," which like. He obviously Googled that word, but a marsupial, which because I had to, yeah. is a kangaroo type creature. So they have a pouch. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to explain why. And then he pulls a camera out of his belly. Like he just put it in the fold of his belly, pulls it out and starts taking pictures of the crowd. And it's not even like a, a modern day camera. It's a, it's a film camera. A 90s camera. And it got such big laughs. He had to wear a camera inside his fat fucking belly and that got laughs yeah like does that not anger you on some like i would love to be there when that joke dies i would love to be there i would feel vindicated but yeah. does that not bother you when you see shit get big responses doesn't really bother me that much it doesn't eat you to your core not really and when i know when he pulls up the camera he sets it up too he's like you know what? i want to remember this something like that where he's like how can i remember this and then he pulls out the camera. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Cheese. Oh, God. I was dying laughing. Were you? I don't know. Uh, you know what's funny, too, is I probably said that was really funny to him after. Because I'm a two-faced motherfucker. Yeah. You know? You probably said to him, that's really funny. That's really funny, dude. I probably said that, yes. yeah. You're the king. <laughs> I don't think I've ever told somebody they suck. I don't think I've ever said anything but great set. Or you'll get them next time. Don't worry about them. Like, I'm very positive in person once yeah. you get past my uh, my cold, stoic, unsmiling face that I maintain. Yeah. It's not really stoic, more... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> stoic <laughs> is too good of a word. Yeah, it's too good? Okay, fuck you. What, what would you say then? Unassuming. 
unassuming. What? Then why do people think I hate them all the time? I don't know. Maybe it's because you have all this built-up anger in you. It just pisses me off, Scott, where I know that I'm better. <laughs> and I can't prove it. Yeah. God damn it. Anyway, we'll go to Toronto. I think I do prove it at times, though. I think there's shows where I'm like, all is right with the world. I've done the best. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, my adoring fans. Yeah. You know? I get a lot of respect from the other comics. Uh-huh. I, in, not in this town. In this town, I get shit. But yeah. if I go to like Lansing, they love me. That Hamtramck club, they seem to love me. Yeah. That's about it. But, but they love me too, don't they? Yeah, but not as much as the old T-Dog. We'll have to see. That may uh, be so. Maybe please don't so. take... The, just don't take that from me too. You've already taken my glorious craft heads. You can have... Don't rain can, on my kingdom. I mean, you can have it. Just want to be the, the best. And okay. it really bothers me when shit gets laughed at. Yeah. But yeah, actually, Scott, I, I will say this about you. You may have bombed more than anybody I've ever seen. <laughs> really? I, yeah, like, I, think, I don't think you had a good set the first four years of doing comedy. Maybe and so. And then I think it all clicked somehow. I don't know how, but... Yeah. Did, did, did you feel that way as you were going through it? Uh, a little bit. I know when we were at uh, the old Windsor Club, the Comedy Quarry. The Comedy Quarry, a little history I was for you. always bombing. Yes, it was rough. It was rough. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, man. And then, then like, what? Paul would go up, and Billy would go up, and they would actually do good. Yeah. Paul I'm like, Paul was man. a quick learner. He's a quick learner. Yeah. And Billy was right after him, I'd say. And, and then, then Billy, like, followed his, like, learn learning. from... Yeah, like, there's a style to telling a joke, yeah. which I, I still don't... Maybe you do have picked it up a little, but you never... Uh, you were always one for the wacky. Yeah. But, yeah, what kept you going during those times? <laughs> so you, 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 just like I have a burning desire to be better than everybody, Yeah, you must have had some sort of burning desire, but maybe it was more a competition against yourself. What do you think? Like, what kept you going? Uh, like, how did you not quit after, <laughs> after four years? <laughs> Honestly. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> you did, did you realize that you were bombing? Or in the moment, were you like, that was pretty good? Uh, cause like I, I tell you what, you came from that rap, that rap show. You just said you did well, somewhat. Like, no, I know I didn't do well, but I, I guess I'm still just, think I did better than you. I though. think I did better than you, and maybe yeah. I'm disillusioned. I don't know. No, but getting through all, I don't know, getting through all that bombing was tough. But I had nothing else. It's like I had nothing. I still, I have nothing else. You know, I had nothing, nothing else. What else do I have? I don't know. I had nothing. I guess that's maybe that's why it's not such a big risk for you. Yeah. Because like, if I drive all the way up to Toronto and bomb, it's like I have wasted so much time where I could have been doing something else with my life. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. So it's like I got all this time built up that I've just wasted where I could have been like, I could have gone to business school and got an MBA. Yeah, I guess. You not know? one day. No, it would have taken a year, but I didn't do that because I was doing comedy. I could have worked a lot harder at my job instead of spending it writing jokes. Which, you know, so there's a lot riding on it for me because I got something else. I can do a lot of other different things. And I've chosen, <laughs> I've chosen this. Yeah. Maybe that's what pisses me off when fucking, it's like, Scott, have you ever sat down and written for like an hour each day and you're writing the same joke over and over again, just trying to make it better, make it better, make it better. Then you get to, you get to the open mic at Craft Heads and it does okay, does okay. But then a guy walks on stage and does a voice, an Asian voice. Yeah a some would say racist asian voice they just yell it into a microphone and that gets a bigger laugh do okay. you know how does, does that not anger you when that happens doesn't anger me 
Does it anger you? Yes. Yeah. Tremendously. You know what else angers me? Um, when people yell into the microphone and it covers up. I guess maybe I yell too. But I've noticed that when you yell into a microphone, there's nobody. There's no awkwardness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. It's it's like so if you just start yelling. But it can make it awkward if you're yelling. No, because nobody. There's no gaps for them there to be an awkward silence. I guess. Yeah. So it helps. Like you just k- kind of catch a rolling laughter, but by the time you're done yelling, nobody's noticed anything that's happened. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. That was just a theory of mine. Yeah, I don't know. Scott, how do you feel? I'm sorry. Now I feel really bad. That <laughs> no, I- don't feel sorry. I'm uh, everything you said. I I in one ear out the other. <laughs> that, that's what bothers me too. I have like zero effect on anybody. No, no. Tell you what, you affected me. Let me know that. I don't know if I'm just a psycho. You're making me feel like an, a psycho killer. No. Well, to be sad. fair, you've been doing comedy longer than me. Yeah. So you probably are a bit better because you have more time on the workplace. I'm going to fucking hit you in the head with a microphone <laughs> right? in a sec. So I'm giving you your, your justice right here. Oh, my God. And then me, yeah, I had to bomb for four years, but now I'm... Do you not agree with that, though? <laughs> no, I pretty much do. <laughs> like, as I'm thinking back, I'm like... I don't know. I think I, I just think he got funny like last year, like a like couple that, weeks ago. <laughs> not a couple weeks ago. In yeah. all fairness, like you started doing really well at craft ads, maybe a year and a half ago. You think? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe year and a half to two years. Yeah, ago. and then I think I would. How sit. how long have you been doing comedy now? Like in April will be five years. That's it. Yeah, we've met five years ago. Not yet. Damn. So that means I've been doing it like six years, seven years, six or seven years. No, it was April of 2015. That's the first time I uh, went up. Wow. How did that go? Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> what kept you coming back? Went really bad. That's the thing, too, is like when people do bad and they, there's something about just keep coming back and eventually like in a year, they, they just pop out of nowhere and they're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. In some cases, four years, they pop out of nowhere. <laughs> and then, and I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. But yeah. But fuck. I don't know what the point of all this was other than for me to get my rage out. I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this. No, you don't. I will. I'm not going to leave in. Not that Curtis cares. I don't think he gives a fuck either way. He has so much confidence. It cares yeah, plus like doing a battle those times, it's all about the tiny little wins. It's all that's about freaking I, doing a set that's 60% good and then you're like, that's a win. Yeah, you also do this. During your bombing times, you would... Uh, There'd be one, only one audience member that would come up to you. There'd always be one for some reason, and they'd they'd be like, "You did really well." Yeah, and then you would take that. As oh like, man, I could take that for a month. Yeah, like two months. Everybody in the crowd clearly did not like you, except for one guy. One little compliment I can hold. Like, well, that one lady said I did great, and I believe her. That's a, I'm finding my audience. Yeah, one at a time. That's the thing. maybe that's the thing. I'm never putting this episode out, Scott. I can't. That's because you don't have an audience. What are you even talking about? What am I talking about? I'm talking about I'm finding my audience. That lady who liked my joke, that's my audience. Uh, the all one the, I've all these people. To, the lady I'm referring to is like a, a 60-year-old woman at the at like some random Michigan town. Yeah. That's, that's your audience. That's my audience. That's, you're going to you're going to go perform at retirement homes in like 10 years. That's Love your to. audience. You probably would. That's big money. Corporate. I don't know how you do it. I I just put way too much pressure on myself. I wish I didn't reveal any of this. I just put way too much pressure on myself. Don't make fun of me. Oh my god, I'm what? Tim Rayburn, and I, I just it's it's just tough, you know, being me, cause I just, I, it's tough, cause I know I'm better than everybody, and keep going. Yeah, no, I, 
this is just hard for me to get off my chest, but I didn't cry as when I, I when I go up at Craft Heads and you know I I write the joke hour after hour, day after day, rewriting it, working on it. Every word is so important. And then I'm sorry. That when when somebody else goes up there, they just they do an Asian voice and it gets a better laugh. It doesn't get a better laugh. I wouldn't say that. I'm like, what the hell? That got an equal laugh to my joke that I wrote out. Doesn't that bother you? I'm just saying. It. And it also shows you that you can't trust the laughter. You're like, yeah, well, I don't know. Funny's funny. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Do you really think that? A little bit. Wouldn't you rather go out knowing that you did something unique? I always do something unique. Yeah, you do. So there you go. Doesn't, yeah. And that's how I'm finding my audience. That is true. You're just white bread. There's no audience for that anymore. I'm not white bread. I'm the new vegan shit. You're not demand. the new vegan shit. Oh, there's demand. We'll get ready. I I don't know, Scott. You're you're just all supply white bread stacking up in the in the stores. Nobody's buying it anymore, buddy. I don't think that's true. I'm the I multigrain stuff. The I new will healthy say stuff. I've tried to differentiate myself and write different jokes. I will say I notice this is also going to seem stupid, but when I write a topic, I just notice the same topic pop up elsewhere. Like everybody else starts writing the same topic, so it's weird. You got to like get out of the mind of the of the, the tribe. Yeah, yeah. You got to write about weird shit. The collective unconscious. You got to break out of it. Yeah, you got to differentiate. Which is tough. Yeah, but I'm trying to. And I guess the only way to do that is by your personal life experience. Yeah, that is true. Man. Yeah. And then you take that your personal experience, mm-hmm. and then you make it. So everyone can relate to it. Yes. Oh, it's tough. We are freaking breaking down walls today. How do you actually feel inside right now, Scott? About are you angry? Your, your face seems to have changed slightly. You're keeping your ridiculous normal grin. Yes. But it changed a little bit. It seems slightly off to me right now. <laughs> I don't know. How are you feeling inside? I feel good. You I do. feel good. Anything, like, I don't take anything you said as an insult. I don't even think you did insult me. I don't think I did either, frankly. No. All I said is I want to be better than you, and yeah. I think I am. That's fine. And I have had trouble proving it. Uh-huh. So I would say, yeah, you know, we're learning from each other. That's what I'm noting. You're, I'm you're a better essence. writer. You're a more diligent writer. I'm learning my essence needs to be my presence. You're at, see, I'm learning writing from you. I don't think for you me. are. You're, no, well, I'm trying to. Are you? A little bit. I'm I, think, tr- I, I, I think I would bring you to the next level. Of writing? Well, yeah. If you started writing and really thinking about what you want to say. Yeah. And then I'll bring you the next level of spontaneity. I think I can get pretty spontaneous now because I've done that heckling show, The Prankus. Yeah. It helps with the spontaneity. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. I'm pretty spontaneous. I believe you. I do great there. Yeah. They love you there. They do. <laughs> that is a true fact. Yeah. I don't know. Why are you I'm doing not it? taking it away from you. Me. Are, you are taking it away from me. No. Was, well, I can't. I'm well-loved in this area. Yeah. And it's going to break my heart when I'm not well-loved in Toronto tomorrow. That is what, yeah. That's or by the rap community. Like, I want to be loved everywhere. That's the problem, too. Like, yeah. I don't know why I care what the rapper community of Windsor thinks, you know? Or yeah. what Curtis thinks. Yeah. I don't even respect him. Yeah. That's why it's so easy to take what you say to me and wash it off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Honestly, come on. You just hurt my feelings. How do you think Curtis feels? I don't think you can hurt his feelings. Because he's so insecure that he has all these walls built up. I don't think he's insecure. I, I know 
people say that like oh he's really confident because he's insecure not just i'm talking generally like, yeah. about people they yeah. say he's so calm i just think he's a confident for a reason i don't know why yeah like isn't that the weirdest thing about people though is like what you actually are you do the complete opposite of <laughs> like yeah no he's uh, insecure and uh self-conscious so he acts really confident yeah yeah, I was gonna bring this up on a freaking maybe another podcast because it might take up a t- but like when no, people a lot are, of this will be cut. All right, well, like when people are, they say happy people, the mm. happiest people are like the saddest people. Right, they're just putting on a big brave face. Yeah, I almost think I'm one of those people. You're the happy people. Like I'm like the freaking sad guy acting happy. You're sad. <laughs> like that's no, what, no, seriously. That's are, what I'm thinking now. Well, why are you a sad guy? Let's, let's say it's like the yin yang, right? Wait, get it. Give me, give me this. Right, let me, let first, me talk it through. First. Yeah, the yin yang. You see, I drew it on here so you can visualize it. That's, that's not what it looks like. Right? It looks like that, <laughs> which is basically white and black equal. It's like light, dark. Right. So then, so say somebody who's happy all the time, this happy guy. It's almost like he has to have the opposite. Right. If we're going with yin yang. Yeah. If you give me that. You got your ups, you got your downs. You got your uh, So it's like you can't. So then somebody who's middle of the road all the time, it's like, what's the point? Right. You know. Got to be up. You got to be down a little bit. It's like if you got, if you're up, you got to be down. Sometimes. Yeah. It's like you have to be. That's the roller coaster I'm on. I'm just, I'm hung over and pissed off right now. Yeah. And I do like you, Scott. I I really do. Okay. You, You do? I do. And I'm sorry. That none of this offended you, but I am. It's just, it's just frustrating, man. It's frustrating. And you know what's the most fucking frustrating is when you imitate me in that stupid crying voice. <laughs> that that makes me want to smash a microphone over. I your thought head. that was a caller. To be honest <laughs> with you, I wasn't sure who that was. Oh my god! But anyway, yeah. So you're a sad guy at heart. You think? You know, I'm starting to think I am. I'm starting to think. Why? What's making you think this? I don't know. It's just. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think if I'm happy all the time, I have to be sad sometimes. I don't think I've ever seen you angry. I don't know if I've ever seen the anger emotion. Yeah. You just kind of take everything and have a goofy... Anger's one I try not to To display. To you ever just get angry? You ever punch something? Yeah. I've punched a wall. Why? Anger. But what what caused the anger? I I was at home. I was probably arguing with my mom. How old were you? Like 14? Probably older. How old? Twenty-five. Yeah, it's probably like I was in my teens, but yeah, you punched the wall out of anger. I punched the wall. When was the last time you were angry? Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you mine today, right now. Yeah, yeah. So when when was the last time you're saying you need ups and downs to experience the highs and the lows? Yeah. So you would think one of the downs would be anger. Yeah. You know, one time though, I I did read a book called "Never Get Angry Again." Yeah, and you think that's helped? It helped me. What were the so you were an angry boy? I wasn't really angry. I feel like misunderstood. I just did, yeah, maybe. That I just felt like you. I had a lot of built up like so you were a teenager, anger, basically an adolescent. Yeah, <laughs> you just didn't understand why the world didn't work the way you thought it did. Yeah, and then basically the never get angry again book pretty much summed up where it's like if you're getting angry about something, it's because of usually somebody else's actions, right. or it's because you kind of let yourself down by not doing something that you thought maybe you should have. That's exactly what's going on with me right now. You've, yeah. you've diagnosed me perfectly. Because it's not your fault. It's not Curtis's fault. It's not the rapper's fault. It's my fault. Okay. You know? Yeah. I should be doing way better than you guys. I cry. 
I'm fucking with you. But I put these expectations on myself, and then when I don't fulfill them, it angers yeah. me. Okay. And I do have high expectations for myself, but I shouldn't let what other people's Asian voices bother me, you know? Yeah. I should just say, that's something different. That's not what... You could go up there and do a stupid Asian voice and yeah. get them to laugh, but you're better than that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to get you that unique audience yeah. of middle-aged uh, Michiganders. Well, once I get my audience, they'll I'll introduce them to you. Yeah. You and Jim. And then you'll do this imp- and then on that podcast after you introduced me to them, <laughs> you'll you'll do this. Oh, Scott's audience likes Scott more than me. Oh, <laughs> it's like they're his audience or something. <laughs> That's what you'll Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I f- I feel better getting all that off my chest. Yeah. Cuz like being banned from that show really angered me. It did. Yeah. See? That's I, the difference between me and you. You just took it in stride. Yeah. Because, like, who the fuck is that guy to ban us? I also didn't like that Curtis took joy in telling us. And it was like, they think I'm great. Blah, blah. It's like, fuck you too, Curtis. I was there for your set. Yeah. Uh, I got to stop saying Curtis. More editor. <sighs> just saying his name makes me angry. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's because I got to edit out his name every time we say it. Because we can't be talking shit about everybody like this. No, we can talk shit about Curtis. I'm not going to talk shit about Curtis. I like his... His moxie. I suppose. Yeah, let's say his moxie, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah, so now you know how not to get angry. Now you know what? how I'm so freaking cool and calm all the time. I get that it's not my fault. And it tears me up inside. It tears me up. So are you a sad guy? You said you were sad. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, I don't know. Yeah, maybe when, uh, I was thinking maybe I am. I don't know. Maybe I'm a guy who has depression and I don't even know right. it. I don't think that's true. I don't think so either, but I think you're a I happy do guy. I do think that being happy all the time does inevitably make you have to be sad sometimes. Right, yeah, that that makes sense. Because of like the you freaking your the dopamine yin. can't keep up or whatever. Right. You know? And then if you're just a normal layperson, you know, you have you just stay in the middle of the road. Right. Then I guess you don't really have the yin and yang of the ups and well, downs. You probably you probably still have ups and downs, but it's probably a lot smaller. Like yeah. you probably go and you're like, I want a chocolate bar. And you go look in the, yeah. the pantry. But, you know, I also, no don't, chocolate bars. I also don't know how to feel Bridge my down. emotions. But that's tough, too. You don't know how to feel your emotions. Yeah. Well, neither do I, clearly. I just yelled at you for it's like pretty tough. about how <laughs> I think I'm better than you at comedy. But, you know what? And then, oh, you know what infuriated me just now more? And it's going to infuriate me tonight as I think about it? Uh, when you said this. <laughs> Where you're like, well, you know, you've been doing it a little bit longer than me, so you should be a little bit better than me, which you are, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that I, I did give you that, yeah. Yeah. Were you trying to jab me there? Were Not you really. Trying, you weren't trying to hurt my feelings. No. Right. Does it seem like a, does it seem like a jab? Yeah. I didn't even mean it as a jab. I don't even think it I is know. a jab. That's the, that's, that's the jab in itself, isn't it? Maybe. The jab is that I sincerely said it as a compliment, and then... You take it you, as... That was a compliment. <laughs> well, I, to who? I, I said that you were a bit better, correct? I guess, Scott, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Until tomorrow in Toronto when you blow it. <laughs> Stop. Come on, man. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> Honestly, Scott, I have a lot riding on this. <laughs> if tomorrow's set goes bad for... Uh, I Seriously? If tomorrow goes bad, we're leaving that tomorrow night. night. Yeah. yeah. I'm not staying... I'm not sleeping on a fucking... You know what? Probably, yeah, the greatest feeling in the world will be to do great and then have to sleep on a pullout and be like, 
it's just all part of it, man. <laughs> it's just part of the journey. Doing great, yeah. sleeping on a pullout. The worst would be to do bad and then sleep it on the pullout. Yeah, I'd be like, "Fucking piece of shit, pullout." I'm such a loser. Sleep it on this fucking pullout. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot riding on the show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, here's something else too with with say comedy. Yeah. Uh, say like a ten minute set. Say back two, three, four years ago when I was bombing all the time. Yeah. Ten minute set. That's like fucking everything in my whole coon cabana. You know, I'm pulling out freaking shit. I'm pulling out everything. You know, yeah. 10 minutes so long. Yeah. Such a long time. Yeah, I use up everything. But now a 10 minute set, you can freaking, I have this joke, this joke, this yeah, joke, this so joke. Yeah, so little. And that, I, now it's like, okay, well, now I can freaking fill it reasonably. Yeah. There's the difference. That is that is true. Yeah. You've done a good job with that. I will say that. You've, you've really come into your own. I will say that. <laughs> if I could give you a comp, no, seriously. Yeah. I do think you're really funny. That. Just Thank I, you. I just hate that you don't see that I'm way funnier than you. I did give you that. <laughs> I used the word a bit, was which is not really like quite uh, quite as grandiose as I would have hoped. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, all these enough. compliments towards me, you can take it towards yourself as a bit better. So <laughs> all those nice things you say about I me, can't. just add a bit more, and that's you. Oh, God. And the thing is, Scott, when I inevitably bomb tomorrow, I'm going to have hated... Prob- I'm going to say like eight of the ten people on the show. Like I'll be like, that fucking guy didn't even just talked about this. Yeah. But actually, you know what it is, Scott? I'm just I'm glad we got it out now. I'm going to go up there with a positive attitude. Yeah. I'm going to release this knot in my heart right now. Yeah. Uh, that I got uh, from all this emotion. I'm a little bit hungover. I I'm a little bit angered by the the rap banning and the fact that Curtis was the one to tell us. I'm angered by. The, the fact it's like a therapy session. No, it seriously is. We've been talking a long time. Like I, I don't think I'll put this out. <laughs> I honestly don't. I don't see how this could even fit as an episode. It will work. All it's done is probably hurt our friendship. Yeah. I'd say. Maybe probably, just cut out the first part where we're just talking about bullshit. And I like then, the bullshit part. Okay. Well, did then, you like that part? Yeah. I no, we but I decently. think this is the better part. You really think this is worth listening to? Yeah. I, I mean. Just, mainly myself trashing everything well we're getting down to your anger i i only have anger in certain instances though like i when we went up to that salsa parlor show um in lansing yeah lansing whatever and you did great i was so proud of you okay but the thing is thank you. i did a bit better so <laughs> so I, that's why i don't I, even know if you did i, I feel did. like i did a bit better really I don't even know if i remember watching you I, didn't, I think i watched you from the doorway yeah Cause after, cause I did pretty well, so then I was like probably in a haze, yeah. yeah. Cause I had alcohol that night. Yeah. Anyway, so I was proud of you, but in my mind, I did a bit better, so I, I was able to be proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. But so if I if I bombed and you did great there, I would have been like. Yeah. And maybe that's my problem. I got to stop compare. It's I'm on my own journey. Yeah. And I know all this stuff. I just can't get my head out of that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So jealousy does not affect you at all. You don't have that at all. You don't get that little because that—that's all this is, really. Yeah, it's just me kind of being jealous and me perceiving myself as better, maybe maybe a bit more ego driven. Yeah, you you don't have any of that. I don't know. When you say that, it's then I I'm thinking like because you are. It's not like you're just giving up here. You're fighting back to me. You yeah, know what I mean, I so mean, you're clearly a little bit ego driven too in that sense. Wouldn't you say so? I guess. I mean, I'm not just like. Or you think you're just. A I'm, not pure, I'm not pure. I'm not pure Jesus Christ, but 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm close. I'm closer you don't, than you. You. Don't, you don't have the abs for it. But, yeah. yeah. But uh, what was the question? Uh, oh, okay. Any, yeah. Do you ever experience yeah, jealousy then, uh, or anger? Or do you ever see a joke that you hate? Like when, well? say when Curtis won the next best comic thing. Yeah. I was definitely, I, the way I rationalized it yeah. was like, just because he won doesn't mean it was a loss for me. Right. Because yeah. I was thinking, I didn't even compete or like perform or whatever in the right. thing. I didn't even submit. Right. So I can't take his win as a and loss. then dial it up as like a loss for me. Right. If anything, it's like a win for us. Yeah, because you could kind of justify it like that. Yeah, and what you could take is that you're a bit better. So like your trophy would just be like a bit higher than his, you know? Yeah. Maybe like an inch. I don't know. But then it's all about tr- trusting your. Did you see what I was trying to do to you there? Yeah, but oh, you I, it? I washed it off. <laughs> my Jesus Christ like attributes were I just not, <laughs> washed it off my feet. Honestly, Scott, this is why I love you. Like <laughs> honestly, I do hold you in high regard. <laughs> I yeah. seriously do. <laughs> yeah. I hold you in high in t- regard. In terms of why? I just love your attitude. And okay. I think you're really funny. Okay. It just bothers me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being honest. Yeah. It, please. I, I don't like that I'm like that, I yeah. guess. Were you talking about jealousy, though? Yeah. I'm so th- th- like, you were jealous there. I had the great opportunity to be jealous. And then you just released But it. I let it go with why? Because it, it, it wouldn't... I couldn't even justify it. I didn't even submit to the thing he was in. Right. I didn't compete against him. Right. You did so ask to get it, on the show. Yeah, the Chatham. Yeah. The uh, that, show. At, like that, the, the next, next day, day show, show yeah. That Kurt, by winning, Curtis got to be on that show. Yeah. You did, a, you did get to be on. You did ask to be on that. I did were, ask. You were denied. Got politely denied. Would you Would you say that added to the... Uh... That actually motivated me. So I swear to God, this was a situation. We were but, at the freaking keg. Yeah, the that's guy, a we're at the table. This isn't going up. We're not putting this. Up. We're putting Go it ahead. up. We're All putting right, it up. Fine. We're at it's the table. Or- I like asked the guy about having a spot tomorrow at the freaking Chatham show, and he says, "You know what, man? I want you to be ready when you come on off stage. Mm-hmm. You stick with these guys." Pointing to Curtis, the guy doing comedy like eighteen months. You stick with these guys. Keep them under your. They'll take you under your wing. Mm-hmm. They'll sh- and then when you're ready, you're ready. So this guy, this guy, I've like maybe talked to once before. Right. Maybe He's twice never before. Seen you do comedy. No. And then that it, it inside, I was stewing. Like I was, was definitely probably... stewing. Where I was like, man, just you wait. I was seriously thinking that. I'm like, but like the thing is, you can't get them back. How would you take your? I, no, revenge? you can't get them back. You How? get them back through uh, freaking doing so good at comedy that he wants you at the Windsor Comedy Fest, and I'm like, no thanks. That's what you want to do. That's Pre- your big. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> You're like, I got so many 60 year old Michigander fans that would come, love to come to this. But the thing is, I fucking hate you, so I'm not going to do it. That's you. That's no, how you're gonna no, get no, no. That's how. That's your. No, big, no hate. Oh. It's all about I'm doing so well that I don't it's need beneath to do. Me. Yeah. That would be s- the the phrase Not that I hate him. The f- the phrase it's beneath me I think would be great revenge. I think now that you've said that, yeah. I think that's the perfect phrase to take revenge. So next time if I'm asked ever, once this band is up and I'm asked to do that rap show, yeah. That's going to be my that's phrase. That's your response. I it's love beneath it. me. Which is still hateful and stupid. I like it is hateful. we have not learned anything. I've not learned No, I have. <laughs> I'm trying to get you. No, I do. Scott, I know all this stuff. That's the thing. Like, I know all my missteps. And I do catch myself in it. Yeah. I'm just letting it loose today. 
Yeah. But I do catch myself. I do try to stay positive. It's just hard. Yeah. It's so hard to do when you're myself because of how I, I guess I'm wired. Yeah. Like that aspect Because you're freaking one of those privileged kids. You, no, you freaking not... got affluenza, I bet. You're going to go fucking murder somebody and then, oh, it's not his fault. He was growing up so privileged. He doesn't even know better. Right. Your fucking daddy probably bought you off. Right. And thank you guys for listening to Tim and mine's therapy session. This will definitely go to my volunteer hours. <laughs> so, Tim's a little distraught right now. I'll do the outro for everybody. Unless I, I can do it, Scott. Okay. All right. Thank. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Free Netflix Online. I think I've learned a lot tonight. I'm a bit funnier than Scott, which for some reason is still insulting, and it shouldn't be. It's a thing. It shouldn't be. I just got to know I'm on my own journey. What everybody else does doesn't affect what I do. You know? And if I just stay true to myself, I'll get the love I deserve. And I will get my kingdoms back. For sure. I'm coming back for my kingdoms. And I'm going to do well in Toronto. That's the other... Uh, We'll talk later. All right. Anyway, that is it for today. Thank you, everybody. This has been Free Netflix Online. We'll have a recap of how we did in Toronto. Um, coming back and find out if Scott ever gets with this American girl. Or will she mess his mind? I don't know. Anyway, this has been Tim and Scott, Free Netflix Online. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.